Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. We've missed you all seven days of, <laughs> or six. I guess it would be six. However long. We've missed you. We're, <laughs> we're connecting. So we're not back. doing math. <laughs> yes. If this were a math show, I would not be here. <laughs> It's a good day. Welcome to Connection Show with Brian and Nicole. And we are glad that you are here. We're yes, glad we that are. you're connecting with us. And you can do that anytime online. You can see this one again and watch our funny jokes because I am funny. We're working on Brian. And humility. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until we have the dance up episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> That'll bring the humility we need. <laughs> Won't it? <laughs> Ask me to dance all the time. There's a reason for that. They're usually laughing, and I don't quite get that, but we're glad you're connecting with us. There's a purpose we're here, and it's not for you. I crack myself up. Y'all should join me sometime. Anyways, you can join us on Connection Show anytime at www.connectionshow.org. And. Sorry, I'm just keeping on in my head. Yeah. I gotta stay focused, focus, focus. <laughs> so, what we're talking about, what Brian's over here going is, is there hope left for this woman? That is, there accurate. is, there is hope for me. I'm so glad we're talking about it. I needed it right the there in that dance. moment, right there in that moment. I needed some hope. <laughs> uh, we there are, hope we are so three. glad. Yes, this is hope. There's hope, part three. Which means, like, it's the full trinity. So this is the fullness of our hope today. Amen. That was deep, wasn't it? <laughs> it was something for <laughs> sure. No, no. <laughs> Wait, let me, hey, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna talk to them right now. Okay, he just. <laughs> I think he just shushed me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was a holy shush. Uh, we are so glad y'all are joining <laughs> us today, and uh, we immediately, you know, we repent. And we ask for your forgiveness. <laughs> and prayers, lots and lots of prayers. <laughs> and uh, today's going to be a great episode. And uh, we've been talking about there's hope. Yes, and we've yes. been defining hope. And uh, just, you know, kind of to give anybody that might be here in this episode for the first time, uh, what I want to tell you is uh, the definition of hope is, according to the Bible, is a joyful confident expectation in other words if we are in hope then we have joy uh, if we are in hope then we have confidence and if we're in hope Bible hope then we have an expectation and uh, a lot of times one of the things that we really talked about is that a lot of times hope is defined as luck in the way that we use it in our language today in America uh, people say, well, hope you get to feeling better. And what they're really saying is, you may feel better, you, you might, yeah, maybe you will, maybe you won't. But that's actually the exact opposite of what hope is in the Bible. That's right. And God is the God of hope. And Jesus, who is our hope, right, that we talked about last week. So hope is a joy. And hope is a confidence, and hope is expectation. I'm expecting the promises of God to come through. I'm expecting His Word to be true. I'm confident they will, and I'm so confident that it's producing a joy inside of me. This is Bible hope. Obviously, and we have lots of hope. We have lots of hope. And yet, you, you took my joy to a whole nother level. Aww. Yeah, amen. 
I'm going to take that as a compliment. It is. I think you might have been cracking on me, but I'm going to take it as a compliment. <laughs> it, I bring hope to people. You do. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first on. time watching. <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> no, we're not sorry. We're full of hope. We are slap full of hope. We're busting at the seams. Amen. And obviously, if you've listened today, I bet you've chuckled at least once or twice, too, so you're welcome. And and we, we try that. We try to get you to laugh at us because it's so easy. <laughs> we laugh at ourselves all the time. That's the truth. Today in There's Hope, what we're talking about is, uh, we're talking about how hope is relating to the world today. And I just want, I'm not going to go to each one of these, but I want to point you to some scriptures that say some things about hope. Uh, the first one is Psalm 28.7, and it tells us there in that verse that those who hope in God will be helped. That's right. So when we put our hope, our joy, our mm-hmm. confidence, and our expectation on God, we're going to find the help of God. Right. So it's important for us to hope in God. Other, you know, otherwise, we're going to be in a position where we might not find the help that we need without that hope. Um, also, it says Isaiah 49, 23, that when we hope, we will not be disappointed. Well, praise God, I don't want to be disappointed. I want, I want the things of God to come through. And uh, it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that when we hope, we have a general confidence in God's protection and help. In other words, he brings this confidence of, of his protection and help. This is what it points to. And then Psalm 46, 2 through 3, says that when we hope, we are free from fear and anxiety. Now, here's, here's what I want to show you. Those are great promises. Those yeah. are absolutely wonderful things. But how does that compare? Uh, we're helped. We're helped. We're not disappointed. We have confidence in God's protection and His help. And we are free from fear and anxiety. How does that compare to the state of the world right now? You know, where we've been living at. You know, because the state of the world, there's, there's racial strife, there's been political unknowns, there's been financial constraints on people, etc., etc., etc. It's the exact opposite of the promises of what we can have when we get in hope. And so when we start talking about how hope relates to our world, what we're seeing in the world is people that have a lack of hope in their life. And this is why we're talking about there's hope is because it is so important to us. Hope is so important. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm over here. Really, I promise, I am serious about the things of God. But I just have a joy today. And so you're reading Psalm 28, 7, and it's like those who hope in God will be helped. And all I can see is, you know, Jerry Maguire is not necessarily a biblical movie, but it was God inspired because all I can see is God going, Help me! Help Help you! (laughs) That was good. (laughs) But you know, I mean, you look at, I mean, you look at the world today, pick up a newspaper, turn on a TV, turn on any, um, what do you call this stuff, social media, and there's, you know, hee-haw all over the place, gloom, despair, and agony on me. (laughs) Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, in the past, the church has been a part of that. But when you know God, and I don't mean you just, oh yeah, that's that's God's inspired word. I mean, when you know God, when He is a part of you, 
and you know him like you know your spouse intimately, it doesn't matter what the world looks like because you know yes. there's a hope. Yes. You know, we've had a lot of stuff going on um, recently and, you know, in work and in ministry and in life. And, you know, and I've talked to some people and they're like, I just don't know how you do it. And I'm like, but in God. Yeah. You can't do it any other way. Yes. You know, but it doesn't matter what comes at you in life. When you've got God, you know. That's right. There is hope. Yes. Because the world will not make logical sense. You know, yeah. it won't. It Two and two is not four in the world's mind. It's usually like one. But yeah. two and two in God's mind is like a gazillion because he has yes. so much more for you. Yes. And so, you know, I just, as we're talking about this, you know, what was coming up in my head is, you know, we're looking at the state of the world the way it has been recently with, you know, all the protesting and the racial stuff and the political junk and the finances and stuff. I'm like, dude, the world needs Jesus. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I just say, whatever you have going on in life, it does not matter. And here's why it doesn't matter. Because God says to cast your care on me because That's I right. care for you. Our only job is to hope in Christ. That's right. And not worldly hope, like I hope it gets better, I hope God shows up or else. Yeah. That's not hope. And I don't care if it's a pastor teaching you that or someone in the world. Everyone is learning and growing in Christ. Yes. And what I tell you now is you hope in God because it doesn't matter what's facing you. It doesn't matter what's going on. There is hope in God. There is that joyful, confident expectation so, you know, before we started this this show, we prayed. Yeah. And, you know, attacks have been coming this morning and stuff, just trying to, you know, let it be a rough day. And I just, it bubbled up over into me, laugh in the enemy's yes. face. Yes, Laugh at him. An enemy only attacks that which is a threat to him. So if he's attacking, it's because... What God has for you is a threat to the enemy. Yes. So you laugh at him knowing there's a hope in God for me. God has something so great for me that the enemy feels the need to attack me. You laugh in his face. You be that joyful person. You have confidence that he's, he's trying to attack me because I know God has something. So you look to God today, no matter what is going on. You look to him today and say, Lord, I don't understand it. I don't know. But I know you, and that's all that matters. And because I know you, I've got this joyful, confident expectation yes. because you were a good, good father, and you've got good things for me. So I'm going to focus like a kid at Christmas. Yeah, A kid knows when they go to bed, they're going to wake up and be at Santa or their parents or whatever. They know they're going to wake up to good stuff. You go to bed knowing you're going to wake up to a new day in God, full yeah. of His promises, full of His hope, full of His goodwill for you amen amen that you know you're talking about a lot of times we are presented with bad news yeah and we've got to know how to handle a lot of times what we're seeing in the world world is that people are uh, down and depressed and they're in all this strife because when they get bad news 
they don't have God to lean on. And even if they do have God to lean on, they don't know that they can. Right. And so you even have people in the church and in the body of Christ that honestly have every solution laid out for them. The word says in 2 Corinthians 2.14 that God is always, thanks be unto God, who is always leading us to triumph. So he's never leading us into defeat. Mm -hmm. He's never leading us into stress and strife. He's leading us to the place of hope to the place of joy and the joy of the Lord is our strength we need to know how to face bad news or bad reports from the doctor from your bank statement uh, wherever from your spouse whatever it is we need to know how to face that and the more that we know God the more it becomes natural for us to face that with hope and when we face our situations with a biblical hope joy confidence, expectation, all of a sudden the joy of the Lord is our strength. That expectation brings about uh, the things that faith wants to manifest and we start seeing that triumph. So what we're telling you is that it God wants you to triumph, but we play a part in this. So many people sit back and say, okay, now I'm born again. God fix it all. But we are partners with God. He's laid that out throughout the whole course of the Bible that we are partners with him in this earth. Uh, matter of fact, in Psalms 115, I believe it is, it says, uh, God says it like this, the heavens are mine, yes. but the earth is men, is mankind's. In other words, I'll take care of heaven. I'll sit up here and I'll give you the authority that you need, but you need to take dominion over this earth, which is the same thing he said in Genesis, mm -hmm. the same thing he said to Abraham, and now it's the same thing that he's saying to us here now. But I, when you were talking, this verse came up in Psalm 126, and it I want you to see that this is the heart of God for you always. Uh, there was a people in captivity. There were God's people in captivity. And in verse, Psalm 126, verse 1, it says, When the Lord brought back the captive ones to Zion. All right, have you ever felt like you're in captivity? Maybe you feel like you're in captivity right now. Maybe you feel like that, or maybe you feel great now, but maybe next week, next month, next year, all of a sudden the devil tries to throw some stuff at you and you feel captive. It's at that moment that you have to understand that God's heart is a heart to deliver the captive. That's what Jesus came for in Luke chapter 4, deliverance to the captive, Luke 4.18. Deliverance to the captive. He's already paid for your deliverance. And so we put on a hope that He is my deliverer. He is my Savior. And then this can be ours. When the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with joyful shouting. That's hope. Yeah. All of a sudden there's hope there. Yeah. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Mm -hmm. See, this is what God wants us to get to yeah. and to walk in, not just some of the time, all the time. We can be in the middle of the storm. We can be right there when the, the wind is blowing and the, wind, the waves are just crashing all around us, and yet we can be the calm. We can be the ones that bring calm to That's the storm, right. which is what we're talking about today. And you notice in that verse that it said, all the nations looked at us and said, 
the Lord's done great things for them. Well, what do you think that does to those nations? That Those nations say this. They, they say, well, I want the Lord to do great things for me. This is part of the reason and part of the way that the body of Christ was designed to evangelize to the world is to show the goodness of God in the reception of God's love, and we do that through hope. And so let's turn to Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. A lot of people know this. I want to give you a statement on this. Jeremiah 29, 11, here is the heart of God as well. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. So he's talking to us and saying, I know the plans I have for you. That's right. I, I got plans for you, and I know them. And let me tell you about them. Plans for welfare. That means plans for goodness and not for calamity. I'm, I don't have plans for calamity to hit you. The, the word says this, that no evil shall befall you. Right? No evil shall come near your dwelling. Every fiery dart will be quenched. This is the plan. God has no plans for calamity to come near you. So anytime you hear somebody say anywhere, I don't care who it is, that well maybe God wanted you, you know, to have that bad thing happen. This this contradicts that, and this is God's word. word. In other words, that person is saying something that's in contradiction to his word. And what that, that uh, wrong statement is designed to do is to take you out of the hope, right. out of the joy, and out of the strength that preaches to the world about the good things of God. So God says, look, I have plans for you that to give you good, bring good things and not calamity to give you a future and a hope. This is the plans of God. So I had this uh, statement written down that the world needs to know that they have, Jeremiah 29, 11, the yeah. world needs to know that they have a future in God. And in God, they have a hope. The world needs to know it. Yeah, well, here's what I was thinking about. God was showing me this, uh, I think it was last weekend in church or something, I don't know. But, you know, everybody has... Everybody has two directions. They, you can go forward, you can go back. And so I forget what the situation was I was thinking on. But we're going to have the enemy throw stuff at us. We're going to have the world, which is full of junk, lay their junk at our feet. The issue is, do we look to the junk? Do we look to the attacks? Or do we look to Jeremiah 29, 11? Do we look to John 10.10? 10? Do yeah. we look to the God who is love? And, you know, I was talking about this with someone else. I was like, look, you know, yes, there's stuff that happens. But I choose not to focus on the junk that happens. Yes. I choose not to focus on the lies of the enemy. I choose to look to my good and perfect Father. Yes. And they're like, well, you can't just ignore it. No, I don't ignore it. I look to my daddy who says, I use all things together for good. I look to my daddy who says, cast your care on me because I care for you. And I say, daddy, I can't handle this by myself. I need you. And that's how, I'm not ignoring it. I know there's that's junk. Right. That's right. But I choose not to let the junk rule me and rule my day. I choose to let my father's promises rule me and rule my day. When Jesus came up on the deck of that boat and yes. the disciples he were fearing for their life 
He didn't ignore and say that the wind and waves were not there. Right. He just brought their attack yes. to an end. Yes. But he didn't bring their attack through to an end by being afraid of the wind and the waves. He, he knew who he was. Yes. He knew who the Father was. And he moved in action with that hope. And he brought peace. Yes. And that's what we're called to do. That's what we're called to do. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we miss it from time to time. I had a day this week where... Just like everything that could go wrong seemed to go wrong one right after the other. And I walked out and, you know, at one point I just I started walking laps around my office building and singing, singing praises. And that helped. But at no point did I speak to the wind and the waves. And so I was walking out that night and I was just kind of fussing with God, not at Him. But I'm like, you know, He's my friend. He listens to me. And I, I vent to Him. And I'm like, Lord, I just don't understand, you know. It's like... Why did all this junk happen to me this day? And, you know, I, I went out and I praised you. And, you know, I just, I don't understand it. And, and he, you know, impressed upon me. because at what point did you stop the attacks? At what point did you speak to them and stand oh, in your authority? So good. And I said, oh. You know, and it's the winds and the waves were coming. And I'm sitting there going, Lord, you're good. Lord, you're good. But at no point did I say, you know what? I have a hope in Christ. I have authority in Christ. And you are not permitted to yes. attack my day. You are not permitted to exist in my day. I didn't stand in that hope and that authority. But the next day, by golly, you better believe I did. I got up. And, Amen. You know, I got up early that morning and I woke up and I praised God. And I'm like, Lord, I am tired. I want to sleep late. But this is your day. And it's going to be a day of hope. It's going to be a day of peace. Yes. It's going to be a day where we walk in our authority. And it was a good day. Doesn't yeah. mean the attacks didn't try, but I took authority over them because I have a hope that God has given me everything I need. Yeah. And I just have to stand in that. Yes. And when you know that, it doesn't matter what your day looks like. You can be confident. You can be joyful. You can have that expectation that things are getting better yes. because you choose to look at the Father and you choose to listen for that still small voice that tells you, you know, go down this road. Or speak to the day, or yeah. you know, whatever. Take your Amen. vitamin, whatever. Uh, let Let's turn to Hebrews chapter six and verse eighteen and nineteen. And what What we're saying to you is this: It's not that attacks don't come. It's not that, but what we're saying is the situation of the world, with all of its trials and temptations and stress. The job of us as Christians is to be the salt and the light. That's right. And you can have an effect yes. in your own home, starting in your own life, then in your own home, then in, in your church and in the world yes. by turning joy on, by turning confidence on, by turning expectation, by giving yourself to the hope of God. When you give yourself to the hope of God, all of a sudden, it's something in the spirit changes. Yes. And and you're not being pushed around by the things that try to war against you in the flesh because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're yes. not fleshly. They're not the things you see and hear and feel. Our, we war against spiritual things. And when you put on hope, all of a sudden you put on some spiritual armor. You put on some spiritual weaponry, some spiritual things. And you take the fight to the devil instead of letting him beat you up and beat up your family and beat up the people around you. And all of a sudden you become the salt and the light that Jesus wanted you to become. And you, you affect 
affect change in your spheres of influence, in your areas of influence. You affect change. And so this verse here says this, these two verses, so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have taken refuge would have strong encouragement to take hold of the hope set before us. In other words, God in his word has set before us a choice, uh, life and death, to take hold of hope or not. And he says, and our job is to take hold of the joy, the confidence, and the expectation that God has set before us. That's what he wants us to do. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul. In other words, our mind will be anchored. Have you ever felt like your mind is one way one day and then the next, you know, next day it's all over the place? Hope brings an anchor to that and keeps us stable and it keeps us in the place where we become the salt and the light. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast and one which enters within the veil. In other words, our hope, our hope takes us into the Holy of Holies. Our hope takes us into the place where God's presence dwells. Our hope takes us into the power and the anointing of God to affect change and bring about difference. This is why the devil attacks our hope, because right. he knows the power of hope. And, and I just, I wrote this down. I'll read these few things to you as we finish up. Trustworthy promises from God give us hope. So let's look to the promises of God because the more we read them, dwell on His promises, dwell on the Word, hope starts to rise up. We start to see the character and the nature of God and hope rises up. And we may boast in this hope and exhibit great boldness in our faith. Hope will take us to the place where we exhibit great... Haven't you been wanting, wanting to be one of those people that says, I have great faith in God? And this is what hope does is it takes us to that place by contrast those who do not place their trust in God they're said to be without hope mm -hmm. and if we're without hope that's a bad place to be that's where we are led to the wrong things where the strife the stress of the world is when we drop our hope when God has given it to us and we drop it or we drop our joy we drop confidence in God. We drop expectation. See, as soon as you start to understand that God is the God of hope, as long as God is there, we have hope. As long as God is there, we have that hope. Let me read this. Along with faith and love, hope is an enduring virtue of the Christian life. In 1 Corinthians 13, 13, it says it last. And love springs from hope. Colossians 1, 4 through 5. Hope produces joy and peace in believers through the power of the Spirit. Hope produces that joy and peace. That Romans 12, 12 and 15, 13. Paul attributes his apostolic calling to the hope of eternal glory. Titus 1, 1 and 2. 
See, it's what hope produces that Satan is trying yes. to stop. It's what hope produces that Satan is trying to stop. Satan knows. He knows the word. And he knows that hope produces some great and mighty things. And that's what he wants to stop in your life. So we ought to see him as a bully and say, listen, I am not, I am not going to uh, give up my hope any longer. Faith without works is dead. It's the same for hope. Hope acts. We don't have to know all the tangible answers because we know the source of the answers. See, you don't have to know what you're going to do in the situation. You just have to know the one who does know right. what's going to happen. Amen. We don't have to understand it all when we know his love. So I just, I just want to pray with you today. I just want to leave you in this place. If you need hope right now, just pray this with me. Just say, Father, right now, I receive your hope. Jesus, I give you my life. You are the director of my life. You are Lord. I give you my choices, and my choices are now in your hands. You tell me what to do, and I do those things. I believe on you as my Lord, the director of my life, and I believe that you died for me. I believe that God brought you back to life for me, and when he brought you back to life, he raised you up from that dead place, and he raised me up from that dead place too. And Father, I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior today, and I take his hope, and I put it on in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Anything else as we finish up? It's just, it's good stuff. You know, the world will tell you if you want something done right, do it yourself. Or you got to trust yourself because no one else will care for you. God cares. Yes, God he does. God is always there. Yes. And God's ways are always better. Amen. Love Amen. on him. He loves on you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have a great, great week. Bye. Go to ConnectionShow.org and send us a message. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.